Logistics is transforming our lives and the way we do business in today's ever-changing economy. If your company or community thrives on the quality of your logistics, then we'll give you a peek behind the curtains to the topics and people who are driving this exploding industry. You're listening to the Logistically Speaking GT Podcast, produced by Global Trade Magazine and sponsored by the World Economic Development Alliance. You can listen to all our GT podcasts at www.globaltrademag.com or join the thousands that have downloaded our app in the Apple iTunes Store. Now, here's our publisher and our host, Eric Kleinsorge. Eric Kleinsorge. Welcome. We are back for another exciting and informative edition of Logistically Speaking. I am Eric Kleinsorge, your host today. I want to take a break today from the company side of things and take a virtual drive to a community in Texas. Pretty much smack dab between Dallas and Austin, you'll find a small gym called Mejia. And although considered a smaller community with a hometown feel, Mejia is packing a big punch for business. And today, I have special guest Joanna Shivers, who's the executive director of Mejia EDC and is one of the driving forces behind why so many companies are enjoying calling Mejia home. Joanna, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate you uh, letting me step in here. No, we really appreciate it. And, and as I kind of review your, your background and everything, I can see you're not just a business leader in the community. You're really involved in the community. And why don't you share some of the, some of the activities and organizations you're involved with there at Mejia? Okay. I actually really love being involved with the community. I think it creates a presence so people will find you more approachable and they can speak to you freely about concerns and interests they have in the community. So it all kind of ties in. Um, but currently, I serve as president of our local chapter of the Lions Club. And I also serve on our local nonprofit Mahaya Downtown organization that is focused on our downtown revitalization process. I'm on the board there. I also work with the, um, the CTE, the Career and Technical Education Council with the local school, the Mahaya ISD. I work with the Landmarks Preservation Committee as a liaison just to give information and be involved with that process of preserving landmarks because there's a lot of history here in Mejia and we want to make sure those things stay here and they're preserved and the history doesn't lose its effect in our community because, you know, we want to keep our roots in place. I'm also a member of the um, Mejia Women's Friday Club and we have a, uh, a Limestone County Tourism Group that's been helping with an initiative to encourage tourism to visit our county because of the rich history here in uh, historic sites. So there's a lot of here and there groups that I've just kind of found home with and everyone's been very welcoming and engaging and I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. In other words, you're really busy. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I really do. I think that is so important because today I really want to kind of center our discussion around Mahaya and why it's a great location. You know, maybe one of our listeners is expanding or relocating their business. I really wanted to get a picture of what Mahaya is about. And knowing that someone is involved not just in running the community, but really involved in helping grow the community and, and really embedding themselves in the community and hearing what the community is saying at all times. I think that's so important to know if you're really considering a location there and that that person can give you that perspective. So, you know, I've, 
I first became familiar with Mahaya several years back. Uh, we came and did a video shoot there, and it was a tremendous opportunity for me to meet several of your business leaders and uh, really kind of dive into what made them tick, what made their businesses successful, why they felt so tied to Mejia. And it was really nice to see both sides, the city and the companies, really bonded together on a common mission. It seemed like all of your business leaders really enjoyed living there also. That was really cool to see. So let's talk a little bit beyond the people, you know, which I feel so important. But tell me a little bit about what Mejia has to offer for a business. Okay. Yeah, you know, obviously besides the, the great people that are here, there are so many different factors that I think contribute to the overall positive picture of doing business in Mejia. Um, location, obviously, a lot of people mention their location and proximity to certain things like airports and you know larger communities. But I think with our location, um, our slogan is, the heart of the Texas Triangle. So we're halfway between Dallas and Austin, like you said. And so we have really good highway access. We're located right on Highway 14, 84, which brings you right into Waco and Highway 171. So it's really easy to get onto 35 or 45, depending on which way you need to go. So anything, um, travel is fairly easy and we're fairly easy to get to. And plus, while you're here, we have the amenities that you'll need besides hotels and restaurants. We've, we have a Walmart and HEB. So we have the big box chains of those kind of nature. And we have a lot of great local businesses that will really, it, it kind of gives you a sense of living in a larger community, but you're really not. So there's a happy medium there of having everything you need right down the street, but you're in, you're not in a metroplex. You're in a small town and you have that small town vibe and you have those relationships that are built. So when you walk into a restaurant, you see people you know, and when you go eat after church on Sunday, you, you spend two hours there because you're talking to people you see every week. It's, it's nice. And so when you have that environment, people know who you work for. They know your businesses and you know how it is in, in business. Word of mouth sometimes is the best marketing tool for you. So having those relationships here in Mejia definitely help. So spreading the word locally just to encourage the shopping local and doing business and getting new businesses to kind of thrive on that, I think is really positive and a different spin than what you could get in a larger area. Plus with our industrial park, we have a lot of opportunity there, not only to expand the current businesses and retain those, but to, to add new business. Yeah. You know, that was kind of a cool story I learned when I was there. I was talking to the owner of a clothing store there. And as we were just talking and learning about, how long her business had been there and how successful it was. She really, the thing that impressed her most, she actually had clients that drove in from Dallas to her store just because of the personal intention. They loved the community and they loved the feel of what Mahaya offered them. So I think that, I think that's a big feather in your all's cap, not just on the business side. Definitely. Um, I believe it was the Merle Norman boutique that you'd spoken with. And I know they're longtime Mahaya people. And I, I believe her history with that store is her mother had purchased it years ago and she took over um, once she was able to and it's it's still fully operational and they have a great business model and they're really active in the community and you know they're they're always friendly when you're in there and you can go get your lipstick and <laughs> your cosmetics and get a cute outfit to go with it and you know they're involved with doing a lot of good to give back to the community in different ways and 
just having that, that positive feel when you walk into their store, it doesn't feel like you're pressured to do anything, but it's welcoming. And I think that's something that a lot of our local stores have that you can't, you can't make that up. You, you know, you can kind of feel when it's not authentic, but we have a lot of authenticity when it comes to that perspective in our businesses. And I'm very proud of that. Absolutely. So in terms of industry, would you say there's any particular industry sectors or industry types that make more sense than others for Mahaya? I think there's opportunity, honestly, for anything that would be looking for a lot of space and you know proximity to larger metroplexes. Like if you're doing distribution, I think we have a great location for that because of our spot on the highway. We're, our industrial park is located directly off of Highway 14. So if you need to get to 45, it's not too far down the road. And then the same with getting to 35. Um, you can get down through, you know, to Waco. You can head west. You know, just the proximity is very beneficial. That way you're not having to stagger out your locations of distribution facilities. You have one smack dab in the middle of two of the largest uh, metroplexes in the country, essentially, and right there. Uh, with a low cost of living, the EDC owns about 600 acres of land at that industrial park, and we are wrapping up a, a $2.7 million EDA road infrastructure project. So we're we're trying to develop it better and make it more attractive, and you know help any businesses that are looking to come here uh, for those reasons. But besides distribution, I think any kind of manufacturing is great. We've currently have some manufacturing now in the industrial park with carry-on trailer, and we have Rogers Manufacturing that manufactures trusses. We have Martin Marietta uh, Concrete Plant. There's a lot of a good mix there, um, Coyote Tractor. So we want to add to our collection of great businesses to have locally, you know, both manufacturing, uh, distribution, even any kind of processing. It, it, you know, we'll take it. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, obviously we're, we would like to have more development because we, we would love more growth for our community and more jobs for our great people here and opportunities. Um, but I think we have a great starting point and I only see positive development from that. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that because that's so important. Our magazine, Global Trade, we really focus on uh, the 3PL industry and the growth of logistics and how important it is to companies to get their product to market in a timely fashion. And we talk with companies every day that are moving outside of the cities just because of the traffic and how long their trucks are stalled or, or their items take to get out to market. So I think that's a great advantage down there for you guys. And uh, one that you, you really should capture. It is absolutely booming right now. But you talked about your industrial park a little bit. If you were to name or, or, or talk about who the ideal candidate would be for Mahaya and the industrial park, paint a picture of what that type of company would be. I think ideally any company that would have some job growth here. Uh, we have a lot of hardworking people and the job market is not a bad market right now. It's just a lot of people commute. So I think keeping jobs in the community is important. Obviously, we would take people who would commute to Mejia to work because we would still receive residual benefits from that through their eating habits and purchasing from our stores and those kind of things, filling up their gas tanks before they head home. But I think having jobs that would cater to our local community, um, we have a community college, uh, Navarro College, located right 
inside the industrial park. So we have the education here, and we're trying to really develop our workforce to fill those kind of positions. So essentially any type of um, company that would create some jobs that would source locally is important. I think that would be a huge benefit to both us and to them since they wouldn't have to worry as much about searching beyond, you know, the region here. Uh, I think that's a, a one way to look at it, uh, positive for both ends. Yeah, absolutely. So as we try to wrap up here today, I kind of, I'm thinking from our, re, our, our listener standpoint about I understand about Mahaya, it's a great place to live. What are some of the amenities there? What are some of the things I could experience as a company that would make my quality of life so much better? I like that you mentioned the great place to live because our uh, our unofficial our official unofficial slogan of the community is uh, Mahaya. It's a great place to live no matter how you pronounce it, since our name does look like Mexia <laughs> <laughs> or Mexia. <laughs> Uh, sometimes people added a few extra syllables and letters, uh, Mexica, all kinds of things. But you know what? I see it as a conversation starter, and people will remember later on that it is Mahaya. Um, but, yes, a great place to live. So in regards to that, we have a city park that has been going through a redevelopment process, and the city of Mahaya was actually just awarded recently a half a million dollar parks and wildlife grant, which is really exciting for us, and the EDC is actually matching that other half a million. So what the city is looking at doing, the parks board here it, it has developed a sports complex design that they're looking at to add ball fields and soccer fields because we need those things. We have a lot of kids here and we have a lot of kids that play sports and they're really athletic. And so I think that's really important that, you know, if you live here, if you come here, you can have your kids participate in these activities and have a lot of time outside, which that's hard to get nowadays, you know, with technology the way it is. But I think that will encourage physical activity with our children here and add that sense of sportsmanship and teach them that and have families participate in those kind of events. So I'm really excited to see the changes that will come to the community through that grant alone um, with that project, the sports complex, and just kind of revamping up the park and adding some amenities that you may not normally see in a smaller community. Even outside the city limits, we have a lot of history here, which I've mentioned. It's very rich, and we have uh, historic sites. We've got old Fort Parker, you know, referencing Quanta Parker and Cynthia Ann Parker, that's just down the street on the way to Grosbeck. So we have that here. We've got beautiful murals in our downtown that's going through a, uh, I like to call it a renaissance phase, not a revitalization, because one revitalization is harder to spell. But renaissance, because it's, you know, it went through a time when it kind of got a little depleted, but now we're in a rebuilding stage and we have investors, you know, fixing up the buildings and getting businesses put in them and it's it's a huge change and just adding bright splashes of color in the form of artwork just really it's been captivating to see the change and the impact it's made you have the local boutiques and uh, photographers taking pictures with that as the backdrops and you see them all over social media and we're really proud of them because a lot of our murals show the history here of Mahaya and we really like that attachment to it we've got uh, Lake Mahaya Lake Limestone uh, there's just a lot of various activities that really contribute to the quality of life here. So, you, like I've said before, the small town vibe, but you have your amenities that add to it and only make that feel even stronger. You know, and, and you can't really not talk about Mahay or I can't because I personally got to stay and it was a, a historic hotel 
in your town. And I mean, it took me back in the day, old day. It felt like I was walking through an old West village and it, it, <laughs> you know, it really was neat. Joanna, thank you so much. Um, I know we've got a lot of listeners out there. We've probably perked the interest of them taking a look at, at Mahea's possible location for their businesses. So if I'm a listener out there, I want to get in touch and learn more and, and really maybe even set up a site visit to come visit some of the uh, possible opportunities there. What's the best way for them to get in touch with you? The best way to contact me would either be call our office or email me directly. All of my contact information is on the Mejia EDC website. I'll spell it after I say it, but it's MejiaEDC.com. So it's M-E-X-I-A edc.com. Uh, just remember Mexia if you need to phonetically. And my name is Joanna Shivers and just similar to Joanna Gaines who is right down the street in Waco. So I want to throw that out there in case anyone is a huge Fixer Upper fan. They're our neighbors down the road. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Why don't you share your phone number also? Sure. Absolutely. It is 254-562-7900. And my email is jshivers shippers like you're cold, at MejiaEDC.com. Joanna, thank you so much for taking time out of your valuable day to share with us what you call home, Mejia, Texas. I do hope you'll join us again in the future, and I really do want to thank you for being such a great partner of ours. Till we meet again, I'm Eric Kleinsorge signing off and saying goodbye till we meet again on another episode of Logistically Speaking. Thank you. You've been listening to the Logistically Speaking GT Podcast. We want to thank all of our astute readers of Global Trade Magazine and thank all of our great advertisers that help make this possible. Remember, you can subscribe and find all our GT podcasts at www.globaltrademag.com. We hope you'll return next time for another great episode of Logistically Speaking. And don't forget, globaltrademag.com's daily news and information is ranked number one by Google.